Hey, Fempreneurs, welcome to an episode of the Fempreneur Marketing Podcast that features seven ladies who are part of my taste tester team. They are helping me create the book that has been in my head for about a year for you, a book for you to help you with your marketing. And these ladies have graciously given their time. They are even putting stories from their lives into the book, and they're going to help me make it as impactful as possible. So this is our first Zoom call that we had together as a team. And it was just so magical and amazing. Um, one of the girls, Kelly, shared a really important story that she will be also sharing in more detail in the book. So I look forward to introducing you to the team behind the book, the team of women who actually grew by three members after the Zoom call. So we, we're up to about 10 now. And yeah, it's a collaborative process building this book for you. Um, I have written a book before. Um, I actually feel like I've written two books because I... I um, I updated and relaunched my book after uh, about a year because, of course, you know, as if any of you have written books, you know that it's never good enough and you always want it to be better. But um, now I'm putting all of that energy and knowledge into this book, and it's got a really strong purpose um, because it is in line with my purpose. And many of the women that have joined the Taste Tester team also have the same purpose, and that is to help women achieve their definition of success. So yeah, sit back, relax, and enjoy the ride. Cindy reminded me of how she witnessed me having an aha moment that I didn't even like acknowledge for myself, because I think that's something we do. Um, it is something we do, especially as women. It's like, oh yeah, that happened. Moving on. I had to do a lot of work to actually feel back where this all started. Um, and as it turns out, when I had gone back to work at my PR agency after after my second maternity leave, I was we had moved to Cochrane, and so now we were commuting downtown. We were hauling kids out of bed at like to get them to a day home at six in the morning, getting on the road and driving. And I was just like, I literally had a thermos of coffee and I would be refilling my coffee on the 1A. Cause I was like, I need more coffee. Like this is, I'm fine though. Like I'm just not adjusting to this. And then I was like, nope, lying to myself, not aligned actually at all. Um, so in struggling through like going to work and what am I doing? And, you know, when you're a mom, you're like, when, when you leave your kids behind, your, your job now has to hold that much more value to you. And it wasn't lining up for me. And then at the same time as all of this is going on, my mom um, was re-diagnosed with breast cancer and she was getting very sick like it was stage four this was her second time through it and it wasn't looking good at all and so I made like a tough call it was like the no what's important right now that's like this needs to stop and so I left my job um, to take a leave of absence to just be with my mom and it was only eight days after that decision that she passed away so I had all this like emotion and grief and but also time 
that I could kind of reflect on what's really important here. And I, I gained a new perspective on life around how short it really is and what's important and, and knowing that being that being connected and, and really being able to enjoy your life and, um, and when it comes to work, how important that is because we spend a third of our lives working. So I decided in that like space that I had, I'm going to start my own business and I want to help entrepreneurs do their marketing better so that they can live their passion in their business. Because I'm like, okay, one, we need to be more passionate, like to be happy. Right. So all in all entrepreneurship equals happiness from my perspective. So when it comes to like talking about the marketing aspect, this was, this was the like uncovering of my story around my business and my purpose and my mission and that whole process I've now taken in like basically created a formula to help other people figure that out because I was like, it wasn't just as easy as saying, why did you start a business? Oh, for this amazing reason. It was like, I thought I originally was like, it started when, when my mom died, but it actually was before that. Like it was like, I was on this path anyway, and it was all these other pieces. So it's like, so really the, the, the marketing message in that is the importance of sharing your story in your own way and being comfortable to do that and just the power of that authenticity and how it can connect with people that you're trying to reach. Yeah. Yeah. And that's why I want to, I want to, I want you to share your story. Um, it, because it's, it's different. It's different for everybody, right? Like that story isn't something that I have. It's not, it's not my story, but a lot of people have a story like that that um, should be part of their marketing message, right? It should be part of their public sort of, um, yeah, their why behind why their business exists and worrying about, because I know you and I had talked before you started sharing that more and you were like, oh, I don't want to seem like I'm crying the blues to people or like I'm using my mom passing away as an attention getter, as a marketing ploy. Like you, you were, you know, and that was super bold of you to just be like, and that's not what this is. And I'm going to trust that even though some people might think that, I know this is the story I need to tell because it's true and it's going to really, like, it's going to help people. You know what I mean? And the naysayers can F off really, right? Like, Yeah. Another piece of that too was because for me, I was like, well, I, I have like actual work experience in this field, professional training. Like I have enough. Like I should be able to just go out and be like, okay, so this is how you do marketing PR, blah, blah, blah. Because I can just say, look, with my resume, like I know what I'm talking about, but I'm like, that wasn't feeling as connecting, you know, like, you know, I'm not just trying to find a platform to be a lecturer here. So we need something else to like relate to people and say, here's why I believe, because it all really tied into me. Like the people that I'm trying to serve are the people who would understand the importance of how they want to feel in their business outside of just yeah. the thing that they do. Like they know that it's so important to them that they need to figure out how to make it work through better marketing. 
Yeah. You and Stacy have a lot in common. You guys have like a lot of, I think probably the same training, similar. I don't know exactly. I'm not a formal education person. I honestly don't <laughs> care about credentials, but I know you two have them and they, you worked hard for them and you're in the yeah. same field. So it'd be really cool for you two to connect after the fact and just compare notes and, and get to know each other for sure. Um, and the funny thing is we actually have the same 6 a.m. dragging kids to the day home. Yeah, both my kids were born and I was driving to Mount Royal area from Airdrie every morning, leaving here at like 7 a.m., barely making it there for 8.30, leaving there at 5, making it home for 7. My toddler, the baby, he didn't know me. He had no clue who the hell I was. It was like in the middle of the night, he'd be like, Dad. I'm like, great, that makes me feel awesome. You know, so I finally said after a year of that, I'm like, forget it. I'm done. I'm out. Like, I have a degree I'm working on. I have other stuff I can do. I'm done. And then we just, yeah. that was it. So, yeah, yeah. I just don't have the, yeah, I don't have some of the, some of your story, but that's very similar. Mm, yeah, you guys, yeah. Like, so your story is very relatable, Kelly, is what I'm trying to say. Sorry, it's like 6 a.m. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's where we were talking about why we struggled with it. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. That's why I'm having flashbacks, Lindsay, because they're like, I did not have to get up before this time until you came back into <laughs> <laughs> You guys, guys, I, I know you love it. Okay, later in the day, I'll be like, was it awesome? You'll be like, yeah, it was at the time. It's like working out at the time was friggin' horrible, but it was good, you know? <laughs> get it done you just have to do it Liz knows <laughs> so those of you that don't know Liz she's a personal trainer and I'm going to be relying on her amazing workouts while I'm on the road for 10 days Kelly and I are going to be doing your workouts in San Diego posting videos of ourselves in the movement Facebook group oh please do no one's yeah. posted a video yet it's yeah no we will like hey I'm done and I'm sweaty no. so yeah we will because that's, that's going to be like yeah, there's a nice gym at the Airbnb that we're going to be staying at in San Diego. So, yeah. Anywho, back on track. Um, thanks, Stacey and Kelly, because I think um, it's important that... Oh, before we move on, I want you to know how I'm going to use these. So I'm recording this right now. How I plan to use this is obviously just inspiration. You guys are filling my head with such good stuff right now. But as I approach the end of the book, because basically what I'm doing is brain dumping the this uh the nine nine or ten chapters and then i'm going to go back through and read everything that you guys have commented on if you don't know how to do comments in a um google docs just connect with someone in the group that knows how and just you know highlight little sections make comments on it all that kind of stuff um so then i'm going to go back through and read all of your comments and then kind of brush the book up at the end and then I'm going to go back through and listen to these sessions because we're going to have three of these is my goal. One now, one in four weeks, and then another one four weeks later. And after that third one, I'd like to connect more with you guys one-on-one -on -one just for the final um, review of the book in your opinion and get, you know, you know, make sure that the story you've submitted to the book, if it makes the cut based on the votes from you guys here, if, if your book, if your, if your story does make the cut, then making sure that it is exactly what you want it to be having you literally legally sign off on putting your information and your name and whatever and contact info in the book and um, things like that. So that's, that's the vision I have of how this will go, but obviously it's a fluid process and it could change. Um, but I want to turn it back over to you guys. And um, I want to just kind of go around starting with Carrie, whose eyes were closed for a second there. I was a little worried. 
starting with Carrie, if you want to share um, something that you think absolutely has to be in the book. Um, if you're not really in the mind space today and you just want to listen, then just pass. It's totally cool. This is not, this is purely like whatever you feel compelled to say. And if you're just enjoying listening and learning, that's, that's a good reason to be here too. So. I listen really good with my eyes closed. Sure, sure. That's what I used to tell my, my biology teacher too. Um, well, I just want to say, Kelly, I never thought that at all when you're telling your story. I never, I I didn't once think that, that, that you, you were using your mom. So if there are people that do think that, then yeah, they're just not, they're just a different type of person, I would say, because I didn't, um, and yeah, that's interesting. I have have a similar story too. So I think that a lot of um, women entrepreneurship can come from the fact that we're trying to do too much and, trying to do everything and I um you know went to college for two um diplomas and then ended up having a kid at home and and then an ectopic and I didn't want to leave him at a daycare and but I was lost like trying to figure it out so I do think a lot of entrepreneur comes from a lot of soul searching and trying to figure out but also then what does success mean um because sometimes that can get um but in the book I think definitely with your marketing anyway, Lindsay, if you're doing the 10 chapters, like just, I really feel the, the connection with other women and, and confidence and believing in yourself that, um, cause I think it can be, you know, a lonely journey sometimes because you are on your own. And when you are used to working in an environment with lots of people with a plan and you meet on Monday morning and you do this, you do this, you do this, you do this. Um, it's easy. So, you know, self-motivating is sometimes difficult. So having a group um, of female entrepreneurs that help, help you, um, I think is, is really important. And, and something that you've started with this fempreneurs, I think is, uh, is a huge gift for a lot of entrepreneurs trying to figure their way. Thanks, Terry. Um, all right, Hannah, what's on your mind? Um, really kind of following um, Carrie's lead on that. Um, The biggest part for me is like I work out of my basement office by myself. I know why I'm doing the work that I'm doing, Um, but it's the friendship that is, you know, going to develop and meeting new women who are passionate about what they're doing, not feeling alone. Um, My whole biggest purpose is like, so I I do pet loss and bereavement and I don't, my purpose of doing what I'm doing is I've had some really traumatic experiences, um, in the losses of my animals. Um, and I was also an advocate for my dad two years ago, um, to help him die with dignity. And I didn't want him to die alone. I don't believe anyone should die alone. So I have this really big thing of not wanting to be alone. And this, this group, um, well, it, it, it gives me a sense of purpose. Um, it motivates and inspires me to, to do my best, to be my best. Um, I don't feel alone. That's, that's a really big, big part. And, um, the marketing side, I'm totally new to that. Um, I know why I'm doing what I'm doing, but I don't know how to get, my stuff really out there like I I'm out there and I'm through word of mouth but um 
just meeting other women and just feeling, yeah, just totally feeling connected with them um, makes, okay. makes a big difference. Um, and I just know that knowing that makes me feel more grounded and that allows me to do my work better. Um, knowing that, you know, I have this little support network behind me. And I think that's, that's a really big thing because women, we are um, group orientated people. Like we need our friends. Like we have spouses and husbands, but they don't fulfill all our needs. We need our girlfriends and friends to help cheer us on. And I think that's the really big part. And the other thing that I think is really important is women supporting women. I've seen a lot of places where women aren't supporting and they're tearing each other down and they're fighting and it's in a non-competitive way in this group. It's here to support and cheer each one to, to grow and to be their best. And that's, that's something I think that's really important to be in a book. Yeah. And I'm glad you're saying that. I just want to jump in and mention there are three chapters. I know I put this in the video yesterday, but I just want to make sure there are three chapters now in the book. The fourth one will be arriving right away here sometime in the next few days. Um, the second chapter of the book is about gathering a community around you. So please really make sure that that chapter isn't missing anything that you experienced in Femprinter Marketing School that you felt was really pivotal and helped bind the group together. Because I do agree, if they don't get, if the people reading this book don't gather a community around them, either become the leader of their little community or create some sort of a book club with this book. Like the book itself is not going to help them because you guys are right. Like it's all about having a community. So please be really critical of that aspect of the book of like making sure that the steps are easy for them to follow, to gather the community, the little okay. templates of how to type that message into those six or seven women they're going to ask to come. Like all those little things be really critical. Be like, is this going to work? for a solopreneur who's feeling alone to actually grab this book and have this book be the tool to like give them the courage to take a risk and reach out and ask some women to join them because yeah anyways that's I, I would also look at it as creating it a, like a, a book club book because I know like in Golden there's quite a few women who are part of book clubs and there's you know little entrepreneurs and everyone's trying yeah. um, and that would be a really good book um, to bring to a, a, a book club for people who want to, to do that. I've only read your intro. I haven't read the other two chapters. So no, oh, that's good. That's good. Yeah. Okay, okay. Cool. Stacy. Thanks. Oh, okay. Good morning. <laughs> um, so one of the things and it's, it's, we're social creatures. And so I'm a social media coach and we're social creatures and we're storytellers. And, and I think the big thing is like you said, with, with creating a, a a connection to other people especially when you're a solo entrepreneur and you're working out of your basement or in my case out of my kitchen as you can see and I I live with boys they don't understand any of this uh mommy works on Facebook as far as they know like they don't understand it completely and yet I've made connections with people and other women in Atlanta Georgia and Vancouver and, you know, after a while, you're like, I'd really like to be with people rather than just sit and, and stare at my laptop. Like, there's so many times where I'll look at my laptop. I'm like, nope, not today, laptop. Sorry, we're not doing work. <laughs> uh, because it makes 
a difference. Like today I have three different meetings after all of this, and it's probably going to be the most motivated and productive yet unproductive day that I'm going to have because I'll get a lot of talking done. And then tomorrow I'll actually sit down and put pen to paper and well, computer. Um, so that chapter two resonated with me quite a bit because I read it yesterday and I have some notes I want to add, but it made sense. Um, I came out of banking. I actually spent my twenties and part of my thirties in um, the financial industry in different banks and call centers and especially call centers where you spend all day. I used to talk to about a hundred different people in a day and now I don't. So I don't even pick up the phone now. Now, if you want to talk to me, you better be texting because it's a lot easier. Um, but I realized that more and more getting people together just to, to even have the opportunity to say what's working, what's not working, what's an opportunity. And I'm an idea person. So somebody can say something about their business and I'm like, Oh, Oh, let me try this. And I'm not interrupting them. I'm just, it's a big idea. And I'm like, I got to get it out. And, uh, you know, if you sit in your kitchen long enough by yourself, you tend to really jump over top of people. <laughs> they don't like it very much, <laughs> which I, I get. Uh, yeah, you are a passionate woman, Stacey. That's why I'm so happy you're part of this community because you say what you say, what you think, and you're not scared to just say it how it is. And that's really, really hard to find in this world. And uh, yeah, do you have anything else you want to add to that? Thanks um, for sharing that, by the way. Oh, you're welcome. Uh, it's too early in the morning. <laughs> the yeah, interesting I'm glad thing about that. You with her saying that too, even is that with women leaving business and stuff, but we do all the other roles as well. Right. So you're trying to figure out marketing and business and, and your, your ideal target market and all that, but you're still the main caregiver and you're making dinner yeah. and you're doing the house and you're not like, so it's, it can be super overwhelming too. Right. Cause you're trying to do everything. Well, and that's what carries, right? Like, that's why the connection to other people, women, et cetera, helps because the second those kids leave this house at about, well, I said yesterday, 745, and it's like, I'm already done. Like my brain wanted to shut off and it didn't, thankfully. But uh, as, as the primary, I mean, I'm looking at a disaster of a kitchen right now. And so my next thought is clean the kitchen, get the kids up, get them to school. There's a field trip today and like your, your tick boxes are just going and you know it's like I took time for me you know it's, it's harder because if you actually had a job to show up to and 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 go and you'd get your coffee and you'd have your morning meeting with your neighbor in your cube or whatever and you'd know what to do because they they help guide you but here it's all you know that's suggesting to me, like, I mean, there's this whole other piece and maybe there's a nice way to thread it all in, Linz, yeah. around just the mindset, yeah. like, you know, like the motivation and the how to keep going and the like, yes, we understand you because you're all the things to all the people and you're the boss. And then like, like some like quick tips on ways that maybe even each of us manage that differently. I know for me, I'm like... I have to like carve time like it's like 
mom time, boss time, mom time, like wife time, family day. Like I have to be way more strict about that because some people are like, like trying to run a business while their babies are at home and like doing it only at nap time or only when they're at kindergarten. And like, it's just like two hours here and there. And like, I know that is really hard and I couldn't even do that at all. Yeah. Yeah, I want to get Liz to talk and then I want to go back through and I want to ask you guys about daily practices and ideal morning routines. If you guys have anything to mention about that, whether it be goals or things that you know that work that um, you wish you did more often. But Liz is an interesting person to have speak last because she's probably thinking, holy shit, I'm going to have kids and it's going to be stressful and crazy because Liz is the only one in this group who has not embarked down that you know path yet no. and she still has a full-time job so she's literally I feel like Liz you're one of the busiest people I know because you're running a business on the side of your day job you're looking at your life thinking how on the side kids into this right like yeah so yeah what do you got <laughs> gosh I like in that aspect, I don't even know. Like I, I, my, my job is pretty simple. It's pretty quiet. Um, I get a lot of my like social media and stuff done for my personal training business at work. Where do you work? Um, I work for a couple of radio stations. So I work for Virgin radio and CJ 92. I'm a radio producer. So, um, to be the podcast editor of the Femprinter podcast. Send it my way. I will do it. <laughs> um, oh, and I just signed up for Upwork last mm, night for my, mm. for my audio production. So I'm hoping something yeah. comes out of that. So that you can do more work on the side of your day yeah, job. Good. Yeah, exactly. Right? <laughs> why, why not? Sure, I can fit it into my schedule. Why not? Um, <laughs> yeah, so I, like, I do a lot of like, my side hustle at my main hustle. Um, just because I, like, I have the time to do it. Um, and also like, because my boss is like, my boss and I are like friends. She's like a friend first and then she's my boss kind of thing. Um, and her whole idea about the whole thing is like, as long as you get your, your work done first, I don't care what else you do. So, um, and actually she was also very supportive too. She knows I'm a personal trainer. So, um, at the beginning of spring when it was starting to get warmer she was actually very supportive and she's like we want to start a, a workout group at lunch times and we want you to run it and we'll pay you for it how much do you want like for like half an hour sessions so like she's really supportive about the whole thing um i think all of us in radio kind of realize that it's not going to be a forever job for all of us um and i think she kind of knows that i know that and I'm trying to plan for, you know, the day when I eventually don't work in radio, whether that's my choice or whether it's not. So, um, yeah, that's what kind of like marketing aha moments have you had in the last year? Like since I started to get to know you, I feel like that's when you really got serious about your marketing and you really started to pay attention to what's working, what's not trying new things. Like what, would there be something that you've been doing that you feel is very much effective? Um, gosh, what, what do I pinpoint out of all of that? Well, like the kind of like knowing the different types of posts, um, and just knowing that like kind of being that expert in your field, um, and like telling your story is the way to like sell your products. It's not like, Hey, by the way, 
do this and buy for me and blah, blah, blah. Well, people want to get to know you first. And then from there, that's when they'll check you out. That's when they'll check out your website or your landing page and see what you have to offer and see what things are all about. And yeah. And I would say you become very, you are very consistent. You are the most consistent person I know, other than maybe Kelly lately. Kelly, you've become very consistent, I think. But Liz, you're very consistent and you post really good shit. Um, you, you know, everything that you posted in the last year, you could slap that together and have an amazing book, right? So I think that's part of why I'm excited that you're here is, yes, I think you're really good at marketing and you've really um, done some cool stuff that works that you can hopefully share in the book in some sort of a story format. But I also think that this process that I'm going through right now, creating this book is one that I hope to see you repeat on your own very soon too, because you have, I have a fantastic I have a material. couple of titles in the works, but I'll have good. to, yeah. I Good, yeah. one one of them I have to hash out, but I'm pretty kind of set on the, the other one. So, sweet. And Liz, you've been using Hootsuite, haven't you? Yeah, I automate everything. I yeah, that's awesome. Everything. Um, it just makes my life so much easier. Like for for example, like um, the week of October 13th, um, my husband and I are going on a trip for a week, and so knowing that I can still have my social media up and running and active while I'm gone is just a big load off because I don't want to be absent for a week. Yeah, good for you. Cool. Um, if, go ahead, ladies. Lindsay, I have one more thing that um, Liz kind of sparked, sparked yeah. in me. Um, for just having the variety of women that you have on here, I just want and it just kind of hit me. I'm like, oh, yeah, okay. Um, we're empty nesters mm. and I started on my path for, you know, really getting to that place of finding my passion and studying and then doing this because once my kids, I felt like once they left, then it was like, Oh, now what do I want to do? So I'm in a phase of my life where I'm starting my business and following my passion because now the kids are gone and my husband has now started to retire so i'm dealing with two speeds in the house <laughs> his is like i don't want to do anything because i'm retired <laughs> and mine is i want to you know work 10 12 hours a day you know building my business and you know the whole housework thing is still in there and then there's that whole jealousy of why is it a man just gets to wake up and go to work and do their work and you know they don't have to do anything else and then I am still the one who makes dinner um, and yeah he he cleans and you know he helps with laundry but you know there's a few things that are just like oh my god I took way better care of you when you were working Working. Um, and I want that in return and I don't know if that's something that should be in the book or not but that that's also an aspect like there, there is a jealousy in me that as a man you get to go do your thing yeah, and totally. come home and you're still sort of taken care of and you help out a bit but I work out of my house and it's not a real job it is but it's not because I'm interrupted all the time like oh what about this I'm like dude I'm working 
like leave me alone. So I don't know if that's an, anything that should be yeah, in there or whatever, but I'm just throwing that out there. That's the kind of thing that I would love for someone like you to submit to the book because it's not something that I could speak of from a place okay. of knowledge because I literally okay. have ran from commitment and relationships my whole life and I plan to continue that. So um, <laughs> unless so, Tim Ferriss comes along Tim Ferriss is the exception thank you Liz for reminding me of that I do hope his girlfriend gets hit by a bus not gonna lie so Tim if you're listening to this if this becomes a podcast episode I love you <laughs> yeah, Anywho. It's, the, it's the daily reminder to, to my husband too I have a job yes. like this is not yes. I'm sitting at yes. home twiddling my damn thumbs yes. and not doing anything like <laughs> I told, I had to tell him today, like I wrote my schedule on the calendar. Cause I'm like, dude, 6am, mm-hmm. nine o'clock, 1130, 730 tonight. I will probably not be home when the kids aren't here. So shit's not going to get done. Like, mm-hmm. I'm sorry if you walk out of this house and don't clean up the counter yourself, guaranteed that you're going to come back and it's going to look the same way. Like, dude, this does not work. If you can like think about boundaries, right? Like how do you yes. work day? with with boundaries and expectations for everyone else in your house because we've had those same conversations and my husband's on board with when i'm at work i'm not here so like he has no expectation that anything else happens in the day if i feel like doing a load of laundry but i'm not really doing that because like i said i have to be in work mode but it's at the same time that's like actually a, a downside because I feel like, like there's that story that we tell ourselves. This is another piece of what we were talking about, Lynn's Like, when you go to a corporate job and they basically say, "Check your personal stuff at the mm. door." Yes. You you work here, and and so then when we start working for ourselves, we're like, "Wait a minute." Yes. This is one life thing. How does it all integrate? I, I and I still struggle to allow myself to do anything other than work during the hours I've dedicated to working. Like, but if I, even though I know the benefits of, and the energy and the productivity and everything comes out of something, for example, in the middle of the day, and I would love to do that, I still can't get myself to do that. I think it's a really important, um, chapter topic to talk about because we do have our everyday struggles and that really helps make the book relatable because Mm -hmm. we all have stories of what really trying to balance working for yourself um, out of your home or working for yourself elsewhere and you know your your personal life balance like Kelly just said you know you go to work you check your personal stuff well my work is out of my house where do I find that balance and boundary of checking my personal stuff Yeah. And thank you for, you know, you guys being willing to be vulnerable and to be real and to share those stories, I hope in the book, because like I said, you're right. That's a a very important um, thing to talk about boundaries and expectations in in a marriage when you're working from home Um, and maybe working alongside a man who feels that corporate structure is the only business structure there is and doesn't maybe remember all the time that your business looks totally different. And yeah, you might be working in your house coat at the kitchen table, but it's still work, right? You're still bringing in money. You're still contributing to the household. That, like I said, is something I will not be talking about, but I would love for it to be in the book. So please 
compile your stories, your recommendations, start doing a little research on your own and your own interactions in the home and keep some notes on what's working, what's not. Maybe draw out a list of boundaries and share them with your spouse. I mean, when I was at Hoffman, it was like, that was the number one thing I came away with. Well, two things was a vision and boundaries around how to make that vision happen. And it had to be saying no to a lot of people that were needy, that were sucking the life out of me, that were giving my spidey senses that tingly feeling like I probably shouldn't invest in that person. And that's why I've been single ever since I pretty much got back from Hoffman, I guess, is because I just know that like I am on a path and I'm on a mission and so it must be really challenging for you guys and it's it's a really interesting group other than Uta you guys are all still married and I I don't find myself in a situation where I can look around the group and say that very often so congrats to you guys for that I mean Uta Uta's husband passed away when her youngest was like a couple years old she had she did get remarried after that and and I've been friends with Uta since she's been through that divorce but I'm excited for Uta to get to know all of you and to listen to the recording of the session before she jumped on because she's in that phase kind of right now where she's starting to explore the idea of you know what she can do maybe put herself out there on Upwork after the marketing school and and you know put some of those services she's learned out there um but for all of you guys who are married I'd love for you guys to submit your stories to the book around boundaries and expectations in marriage as a business owner so yeah I mean I you know I wrote my book my first book for moms specifically and this book definitely will not be for moms specifically and partly because as I moved you know on my parenting journey I realized like realistically for the last six years I've been a mom part-time right like I have my son half the time that's not realistic there's very few people who can relate to that right? And some people are like, I just, I disagree. There's a lot of women who can relate to that, especially in divorced families. Like I, I married my, I married my husband. He came with three children. Um, so they're my kids because I helped raise them, but the kids were it, that, that is totally relatable to a lot of women. Okay. Yeah. That's important to to note, I guess. I just sometimes feel like I've got it really easy in the mom thing, right? Like, you know, I look at moms that have their kids full time and I think I would, I don't know how I could get like all the stuff that I'm accomplishing. I could not get all that done if I was in her shoes, a full-time mom, because I'm a half-time mom, right? So I give her hard when Jake's not with me. And then I have that week where I have to dial it down a bit and be more in mom mode, right? Like that's kind of the flow of my life. So sometimes I feel like. Sorry, go ahead. No, that's, that's all I got. Okay. You'd be surprised. Like I did an entire university degree with two toddlers. and and a husband Mm -hmm. like and he's an engineer so they're way too logical for their own damn good and they you know and he still expected shit around the house to get done and dinner to be made and but I got a 3.98 GPA took me 10 years but I did it you know it was like five days before my 40th birthday and I started when I was 31 you know and I worked Full time during most of it, and dragged kids to day homes at six o'clock in the morning, and still volunteered in my community. Yeah, everything is figure outable. That's oh great. yes. <laughs> oh wow! <laughs> is that a good book? You gotta read I'm, this. I've never seen <laughs> that. Yeah. Oh my god. Marie Marie Forleo. It just came out. I don't have it yet, but yes. Oh, okay. It's, I think it's on uh, Hoopla which is if you have a library card, you can get books for free on Hoopla and download eBooks and videos and stuff. If you do buy it, she's doing a like global 
coaching program, like a five, I think it's a five day. I don't even know what it is. It, it starts like right when we come back from San Diego. There's like, it's just like a little mini online course she made around a chapter that her publisher made her take out of the book. Oh, oh right. Yep. Mm -hmm. So if you buy it, you get put your receipt on there and then you get invited into this thing. Cool. That's cool. I got to run, ladies. Speaking of being a mom, I got to grab my kid and get him to volleyball practice because apparently he wants to play volleyball and hockey at the same time. So support that. And um, stupid overlapping uh, sports. I know, right? I, I mean, I, I, I do. I, yeah, I'm glad he does all the things he does, but it, I worry about him not getting enough sleep. So <laughs> I let him sleep to like the last possible minute and then ship him out the door. But. Thank you so much, you guys. This has been so helpful, and I hope it's been helpful for, for you to hear each other and to meet each other. I do want to partner you guys up. I'm gonna, I already have in mind who I'm partnering with you. I'll put that in the group chat later. I kind of want you guys to support each other if you need Google Docs tech support, if you need like anything at all. If you're like, I'm reading a section of Lindsay's book, and I'm wondering if I should say, like, what the hell are you talking about? Do you feel the same way? Like anything like that, please use your partner um, for that. I'm also strategically connecting you because I see magic happening in the twosomes that I have in mind. So please, you know, please connect. And um, I want to do this, like I said, in four weeks. But if for some reason you guys decide we can do it sooner and you're, you're, you got a lot out of it and you're keen to do it earlier, I'm happy to jump on Zoom at 6 a.m. pretty much any day other than Tuesday or Wednesday because that's my entrepreneur days. But um, thank you so much. Have an amazing day. And uh, yeah, you guys are awesome. Thank you.